Welcome back to the Man Cave. I am your host, Devin Jennings. And hot damn, Matt Nagy actually did it. This Sunday, Justin Fields will be starting against the Cleveland Browns and Steelers fans. We should be happy because if they would have started Andy Dalton, the chances of them winning would be very low. But now, since Justin Fields is going to play, I believe the energy that he brings to not just his offense, but the fan base as well. I believe that the Bears can beat the Browns this Sunday. Hopefully, hopefully. But my fellow Steelers fans, um, we have to talk about last week. Once again, I did not see a big improvement from our offense from week one. Our offensive line isn't giving um, Najee Harris space to run the ball. And I do see potential because there was a big run by Najee for, I believe it was for 14 yards. So I see the potential is there, but I don't see them like constantly doing it throughout the game. And even with Ben Roethlisberger leading in the average time to throw by 2.29 seconds, he still has been sacked four times this season. I just believe that our offensive line can do better than what they are doing as of right now. But our wide receivers, there hasn't been too much I can complain about them. Like, I believe they are doing their best in the situation that they are in. But if there was a wide receiver, I would have to say that needs to work on his development some more. It would be receiver Deontay Johnson. Just because I believe he can be a top 10 wide receiver in the NFL. I think his speed is similar to the speed of Tyreek Hill. If we send him on a go route, I believe two things will happen. Either he is going to catch the ball and he is going to be gone down the sideline or he will get a passing interference call because so many corners cannot keep up with him. But what is stopping him from becoming the wide receiver I think he could be are all mental errors. If he can overcome these mental errors, he could be the number one wide receiver for our team. Now let's talk about our defense. The front seven, I can't complain about the front seven. The front seven did the best that they could in the situation that they were in. But our secondary, I believe without Joe Hayden, our cornerbacks aren't the best. Going into Sunday, you could tell that the Steelers had a plan to make sure that Darren Waller did not touch the ball, which... He did not touch the ball much. He only had, I believe, two receptions. But the problem wasn't Darren Waller. The problem was all the other wide receivers and tight ends that we would have to play one-on-one. And for some reason, we could not do it. And Derek Carr had a field day with our secondary throwing for 382 yards. And not to mention a 61-yard bomb to Henry Ruggs III that basically sealed the game for them. So as of right now, I believe our entire secondary is suspect besides Joe Hayden and Minka Fitzpatrick. And until I see something out of them, I'm just going to continue to think that they are suspect. Overall, I know that we lost, but the season's not over. 
we are in a four-way tie for first with everybody else in our division. So, yes, I am mad, but I am not that mad because of we had the Bengals coming up. I know we can beat them. Um, the Bears faced the Browns with Justin Fields. I'm looking forward to that game. I believe the Bears can win. And the Ravens, they traveled to Detroit to take on the Lions. So I think best case scenario, we're two and one tie with the Ravens. Which we already knew how that was going to be going into the season. Anyways, let's move on to the rest of my week two reactions by talking about the Ravens and the Chiefs. I'll be fully honest. I thought due to all the injuries that the Ravens were suffering on their offense and their defense that the Chiefs were just going to walk in and win the game. But I, I was wrong. I was wrong. The Ravens, they knew if they was going to beat the Chiefs, it wasn't going to be in the air. It was going to be on the ground, and Lamar Jackson would have to lo- use his legs in order to win the game. And I don't want to sit here and just say, well, the Ravens blew out the Chiefs. No, no, but that wasn't the case at all. Really, the the Ravens wouldn't have won the game if it wasn't for Clyde Eric Solaire's um, fumble late in the fourth quarter when they was driving downfield to kick a game-winning field goal. So overall, I am happy that the Ravens did win because that means for the Steelers, we still have a chance to battle to get a one-seed spot in the playoffs. Now, I know there's still plenty of games left, but losses now help later down the road. Now let's talk about the Monday night game between the Packers and the Lions. I believe the entire time that the Packers were going to beat the Lions just because I wasn't one of those people that was going crazy over how bad Aaron Rodgers played week one against the Saints. Unlike everybody else, I actually took a look back of what was going on in the offseason because he wasn't really working with the team. He wasn't building up chemistry, and then everyone just expected him to come in week one, start, and have a fantastic game. No, of course not. You need He needs time to develop a chemistry with his wide receivers, especially now that his former number one wide receiver, Randall Cobb, is back on the team. And once that they build this chemistry – then they will be able to go out there and compete. And if you stayed up and watched the Monday night game like I did, you could tell that Aaron and his receivers have that chemistry. Finishing the game with 256 yards and four TDs, in my personal opinion, I believe that will be one of the last terrible games that we will ever see Aaron play for the Packers. Now, moving on into my week three predictions, I'm going to start with the Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, after the week two loss versus the Raiders, the Steelers came out with a lot of injuries, mainly groin injuries to our star defensive players like TJ Watt and Tyson Alualu with a fractured right ankle. So as of right now, Devin Bush, Joe Hayden, Alex Highsmith, TJ Watt, Deontay Johnson, and Ben Roethlisberger are all questionable to play this Sunday versus the Bengals. And I know those are a lot of injuries, especially to our star players. But I think the Steelers 
if they decide to say Ben cannot play and they start Dwayne Haskins over Mason Rudolph, I think we can still come out with a win. But instead of like a 21-point win like I am assuming it, it would be, I'm thinking it would be seven or fewer points. But the biggest questions are, if they can, will they start Ben? And if so, what type of condition will he be in? Also, on the defensive side, how are you going to cover Jamar Chase? Will you try to do another type of Darren Waller type of coverage where you double team him? And if so, how are your other cornerbacks going to do going man coverage against a lot of their other talented wide receivers? Now let's move on to talking about Sunday's matchup between the Buccaneers and the Los Angeles Rams. I spent most of the night thinking about this game, and both teams are actually pretty well matched. Both of them are also undefeated, and I think this could be a potential NFC Championship matchup later on in the season. But I know better than to go against Tom Brady, so... I am going to pick the Buccaneers to beat the Rams in Los Angeles. And to round out my week three predictions, I want to talk about the Monday night game between the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm excited for this game because I think these are the two well most put together teams in the NFC East right now. And I say that because of their quarterbacks. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott and Eagles Jalen Hurts I believe will be one of the most dominant quarterbacks in the NFL this year but for this game alone I am going to go with the Cowboys just because Jalen Hurts he isn't going to have his number one receiver Jalen Hurts isn't going to have his number one tight end Zach Ertz because he got hurt last week and Dak Prescott has so many weapons on his offense with C.D. Lamb, Ezekiel, Ella, Ezekiel Elliott, and Amari Cooper. And to wrap up this episode of The Man Cave, I have one My Bad Road to give out. And this time is not to a coach and it's not to a player, but instead to an entire organization. This week's My Bad Bro goes out to the Baltimore Ravens. On Sunday Night Football, y'all went out there, y'all played an unbelievable game. Even with all the injuries you all have accumulated through the preseason all the way up till now, even though it took a fumble in late in the fourth quarter for y'all to win the game, in the NFL, it doesn't matter how you win as long as you win. So Baltimore Ravens, my bad, bro. And that concludes this week's episode of The Man Cave with Devin Jennings. As a sports communication student, I wanted to make my own experiences for my life resume and this podcast is part of that effort. Every listen supports me, so please share and feel free to leave a review of the show. This podcast was written by and hosted by me, Devin Jennings, and produced by myself and Roderick Bishop. Again, thank you all for listening and have a great week. Thank you.